This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, we're back with you. Back to the history of North Africa. We mentioned the first three Rishonim. So who remembers? The first three Rishonim. Rabbeinu Chananel, Rav Nisim Goin, and Rav Shmuel Hanogid. Rav Shmuel Hanogid became a Mechutin with Rav Nisim Goin. Rav Nisim Goin's daughter married the Nogid's son, Yehoisef. Now this is very interesting. Rav Nisim Goin's father, Rav Yaakov Goin, was in correspondence with Rav Shri Ragoin. If you read the epistle of Rav Shri Ragoin about the history of the tradition of the transmission of the Torah, it was written to Rav Yaakov Goin, the father of Rav Nisim. And when Rav Hai Goin learned about the greatness of Rav Chushiel in North Africa, he told Rav Yaakov, who was living in Korean, don't write to the Goinim here in Babel, you have Rav Chushiel in North Africa. So I want to share with you a, a chiddush of Rabbeinu Chananel. Rabbeinu Chananel was the son of Rabbeinu Chushiel. And he's quoted by Rabbeinu Bechaye in Parshas Bay. And there's a question in Halacha. What is the primary way to calculate Rosh Chodesh? Is it based on witnesses? Or is it based on calculation? Rabbeinu Chananel says the main way to calculate Rosh Chodesh is based on Cheshba and calculation. And the proof is because the Jewish people, when they got the Torah and the Midbar, they were not able to have witnesses because they couldn't see the new moon, because there were Anani HaKavai that blocked the moon. So in the Midbar, they must have used Cheshba. So from here we learn the primary way to intercalate is Alpi Cheshba. Okay. I want to tell you another thing about Rav Nisim Goin. We mentioned Rav Nisim Goin wrote the introduction to Shas. He also wrote a storybook. The name of the storybook is Sefer Masiyot. He wrote the storybook to his son-in-law Dunash. Dunash was very depressed. Dunash, his son-in-law, fell into depression. And the Shver wanted to console his son-in-law, so he wrote a storybook. So I want to share with you a story from Rav Nisim Goin. This is what we call a North African tale. So if your kids ask you, did you bring back any good stories, any good legends, you could tell them the legend of the Bnei Ephraim. You could tell them Yehoshua ben Nun is buried here. You could tell them about Daniel, Yoyav ben Sruya, Moshe Rabbeinu went on a trip over here. But this is recorded in the Sefer Masiyos. There was once a very wealthy man who said to himself, What good will my money do me in the world to come? Let me give my money to a poor man who has given up hope on this world, who is hopeless, who has fallen into Yosh, who has fallen into despondency. So the rich man meets a poor man and he says, I would like to give you a lot of money. And the poor man said, Why me? I don't need your money. He said, Well, I made a nether. I'm going to give my money to someone who has given up on this world. He said, given up on this world? What do you think, I'm a fool? You're a fool. I haven't given up on this world. I trust in God. I have full faith. I have full hope. You're, you're a fool. You're a shaita. Why do you think that I've given up on this world? If you want to give your money to someone who has no hope in this world, bring it to the dead in the cemetery. So the wealthy man said, okay, I have no choice. I'll have to give my money to the, poor, to the dead. So he went to the cemetery and he dug up, by the way, that's one of the Batei Chayim we're going to, we're trying to find the money that he, he left there. No, just joking. Okay. But he went to the cemetery, and he dug a hole, and he buried all of his money, and that's where his money went. 
a little while later the rich man became poor and he needed money so he decided to go back to the cemetery so he started digging digging up the cemetery and he was apprehended by the officials said why are you digging up the the dead were you trying to steal their gold teeth or something and he brought him in front of the judge now who was the judge this Medina used to have a very wealthy, prestigious judge, and he died. And the poor man, that poor man who refused the money of the wealthy man, he was a very well-respected individual. He became the new judge of the Medina. And who's being tried before him? The wealthy man who had earlier tried to give him all of his money. So, Rav Nisim going writes, Vayisnaker Aleyev, he tried to... Uh, act as if he didn't recognize this wealthy man and he said, why did you try to dig up the dead? And he said, no, please believe me, I used to be wealthy and I, I, I gave my money to the dead because I made a nether, I'm going to give my money to somebody who's given up on this world. And then the judge decides to reveal himself. He says, Ani Yosef, I am he, I am the poor man you tried to give the money to. Do you remember me? And they embraced each other and the poor judge gave the wealthy man back his money. And he taught him a very important lesson. That in this world, nobody is beyond hope. There's always a possibility to change one's fortune. Things in life change very quickly. This was the message Rav Nissim Goin wrote to his son-in-law, Dunash, to try to cheer him up. The lesson of Gamze Ya'avar, that a person's station in life is only transient. And Hashem, Ma'ashir, Umoyrish, Memis, Umechaya, Mekimi, Me'afar, Dal. And as the Svarmak Doshim say, we just finished Zois Chanukah. Mai Chanukah, Mai is Rashi Tevois, Me'ashbois, Yorim, Evyain. Okay, see you in Marrakesh. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.